You're listening to the Makers Making Money Podcast, a place where business-minded makers will learn how to sell their products, make money, and build a small business. Here's your host, Katie. Hey, makers. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Pod. We have an exciting topic today. We're going to talk about creating a workspace to um, support your making hobby or business or side hustle or whatever it is. So this is a fun topic to discuss. Um, You know, as a maker, you're probably a very creative person. So sometimes we have to get really creative with the space that we have to find a place where we can pursue these hobbies or passions and also still probably live. Um, I think that most makers most likely you're starting your business in your home or you're you're doing your making in your home or the place where you're living. Um, you don't probably have the means to have a dedicated space outside of your home, at least when you're starting out. That's certainly the case for me. Um, so you have to get creative and work with what you have and make a space where you can, can be creative and it, this can be your creative outlet. So my, I'm going to talk a little bit about my workspace that I've set up. It's definitely very makeshift. I don't have, I'm fortunate I live in a home, but I don't have a ton of space. I don't have a garage. I don't have any like outdoor protected areas where I can do any of my woodworking really. Um, So I have everything in my, for my wood shop is in my basement. And I'm going to post a video of my workshop on my Um, Instagram, Makers Making Money, and you can see what my space looks like. It's definitely very small, but very functional and set up really well so that I have a lot of tools and stuff that I need, equipment and stuff that I need in there, but I'm working in a very small space. I would say that my workshop um, is probably about maybe 20 feet wide by I would say probably less than eight feet um we'll we'll say 20 feet long by less than eight feet wide so it's it's a relatively small space especially for doing woodworking because it it takes up a lot of space there's a lot of tools the tools tools are very big and bulky so in terms of a woodworking wood shop I feel that my space is very small also it's in my basement where the ceilings are very low so um not the most ideal situation. I'm a little bit taller of a person. So there's a lot of times when I'm kind of like ducking around and I feel like I'm hunching over, which is not great for the posture, but I'm making do with what I have because that's all I have. And I can't afford to rent a space in the place where I live. It's just the real estate prices and rent and commercial rent, things like that. It's just way too high. It doesn't make sense at all. So so I'm working with what I have. But the, the important thing to note is that that's okay to work with what you have. You have to start somewhere. You have to start small and you'll be able to level up as you go along. So my workshop, I have, I pretty much have the tools that I need. And um, then I don't have a lot of other stuff. There are definitely things that I would like to have. Like for example, I have like a miter saw, I have a scroll saw, and then I have a track saw, which kind of like I use it as a table saw because I'm too scared to get a table saw. But I would love to have like a band saw or a drill press, things like this, but I just don't have the space for it. So 
I think the important thing to note is that when you're starting your making business or as you're building and growing in the early stages, you don't have to have everything, even though as you're doing the research, as you're looking at other people, you know, you're going to see what they have and you're going to want everything that that they have and and you're going to want that kind of workshop like I I drool when I see people that I follow on Instagram and the workshops that they have it just the space is just amazing compared to what I'm working with but you know you you're not going to have everything all at once and you're not going to have everything in the early stages you have to work your way to to kind of earn those things as you go along and reward yourself with them as you go along um so I think that a really good if you're if you're just in the process of setting up your workspace, I think that I got a lot of inspiration from some woodworking groups that I'm in on Facebook, um, specifically for like women who are doing woodworking. There's a lot of different people who post their um, workshops and stuff like that. So you can see how other people organize it. There's a ton of people who have really, really small spaces and even some people even rent an apartment and still somehow find a way to do woodworking in their apartment, which woodworking is a very dusty and messy um, craft. So so it, it has some complications, but I think that any kind of making business has some degree of like mess or odor or something involved with it. So so we all have to deal with these challenges. But in in those Facebook groups, like if if you are doing a certain type of making, definitely look at look for those types of communities where you can get inspiration on setting up your workspace and making it a functional area and again working with what you have. So when I started out, I did, there were a few things, obviously, like I needed workbenches. Good thing that I I do woodworking so I can build them myself. I didn't have to buy them. Um, And even if you don't do woodworking, but you need some kind of workspace, I would recommend Googling some DIY workbenches. You can can definitely find some plans that would be relatively easy to do with a a simple um, set of tools. So find things that you can do yourself. And as a maker, you probably love doing things on your own. So I'm sure that this this will come very naturally to you like it did for me. So I built my own workbenches and then I kind of I built them so that they could have like shelves underneath of them to, to store stuff on since I have very, very limited space. And because my wood, wood shop is in my basement, so it's like, um, I guess it's like concrete walls. I don't have the, like the luxury of hanging stuff on the wall or like having those kind of like wall organizing systems or anything like that. I suppose I probably could do it, but I'm just, I don't trust my skill set enough to to install things into a concrete wall. So I, I just haven't done that. Um, but use your, use your creativity to make what you need in the beginning and only what you absolutely need to get started. For example, like workbenches, obviously you need space to spread out and make your your products or whatever you're making. So so the workbenches are something that I definitely did in the beginning. I repurposed some some other stuff that I had laying around. I found in Facebook on on Facebook Market or in some like freebie kind of groups on Facebook, I I found a lot of people that were giving away like old shelving material or something like that from their home. They were just giving it away from for free. So I, I picked up a few of those things on a few different occasions and I built myself like a place to store my wood, like kind of like a wood storage rack 
just using all of these free materials. So be creative. You can get a ton of stuff out there for free that you can use to organize and create your workspace. So definitely keep an eye on that. And we're here to make money. So the cheaper you can do it, the cheaper you can set up your workspace, but still make it functional and and work well for what you're doing, the the better off, the more money you'll be making in the end. Um, So, you know, as you're starting out, definitely create less hurdles for yourself. Like I mentioned, you're going to feel like you need everything. I certainly felt like that in the beginning. I mean, not as not as much as as maybe others, but there were a lot of things that I wanted and I wanted to kind of like dive in and buy the best brand of of everything that I that I thought I needed. Um, But I, I had to hold myself back from doing that because, you know, as you as you learn and grow in your making, you will realize, you know, certain things like may be really useful and then later you can upgrade to to a better version or a better brand of that specific tool or piece of equipment or whatever it is. Um, but some things you might find like, wow, I didn't use this at all where I thought maybe I would use it a lot more. For example, I spent a lot of money on a router table a router and a router table, which I think it's a really useful tool. I just I just never use it. I ended up buying like a very small kind of handheld router, which I use a lot. But the big router and the router table, which I really invested a lot of money in, I just didn't, I don't use it. And I think it's mainly because I don't have enough space to have it always set up. So I would have to take it out, set it up, use it, and then put it back away, which is just too much of a nuisance. And I just, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm just not using it. I mean, I I save it. um, And I hope that in the future, if I have a bigger space that I, I would be able to use it. But the point here is that, you know, don't don't just go out and feel like you need to buy everything or or have every piece of equipment. Um, start start with what you absolutely need and then grow from there and figure out what you really like and and what you're using a lot and then you can improve. Okay, so really start out kind of more as a minimalist. That would be my suggestion. And that's how I do a lot of things in life. So for me, it kind of comes pretty naturally to to not just like splurge um but yeah just be mindful of of the money you're spending to get set up and and your workspace is not going to be perfect you have to start somewhere if you look at people you follow on instagram who are in the same type of craft as you or, or things like that if you scroll back on their feed and see scroll back way to the beginning you know some people have been doing this for quite some time and yeah maybe they have a big gorgeous wood shop but they also probably don't live in New York and they probably live someplace where real estate is maybe a lot less expensive. And, you know, they've just been doing it longer. They're probably making more money and they've they've been able to grow and invest in their space and the equipment that they have. So try not to fall into that comparison game as well. I know it's really easy to do, especially when we're posting things on social media and we're trying to make content about our making businesses. Um, it's very easy to compare. Like when I'm when I'm making stuff for Instagram and I'm I'm posting it. Um, when I'm making videos, like in my basement, it's just like, oh my god, this is like the most ugly environment ever to be making this type of content. But it's what I have, and I mean that that's all there is to it. And I think I think you should have a sense of pride in yourself when you're kind of just you're making do with what you have, and you're. You, you know, your space is probably not even 
like not even remotely the right space. For example, like doing woodworking in my basement, it's outrageous. Sometimes I have like handyman or people come and do something in in my home and they go to the basement and they're like, wow, you have a whole wood shop down here. Like, what are you doing? Um, so it's definitely surprising, but it's cool. You know, you're you're working with what you have. And I think there's a sense of pride in that. Um, and so then the less space you have, which I'm going to assume that most of us just don't have a ton of space. We have, I have a ton of belongings and I feel like my house is kind of just filled up with just my stuff, even though I, I am more of a minimalist, but I just, I still just, we, we accumulate a lot of stuff. Um, so there's probably not a lot of free space in wherever you're living for your making business. So it's really vital to be very organized with what you have. So that's something that also comes really naturally to me. I'm a very organized person. So I've been able to keep my wood shop very organized. I know where my scraps are. I have them very organized. My wood is organized. It's, it's you know, being stored in a way where it's going to be, it's not going to deteriorate in quality or anything like that. And um, I keep all my tools neat and tidy, try to keep everything cleaned up. I mean, I'm not as great at that. Woodworking creates a lot of sawdust and wood dust and stuff everywhere. So I'm, I wish I was better at, at keeping things cleaned up, but, but I, I do keep things organized. Everything has a home and I try to keep it there, keep my workspace clean so that when I'm going in to make and create, I have an empty workspace and I know where to look when I'm looking for different tools and stuff. So definitely find, find yourself some like drawers and shelving type of stuff where you can organize things and have it all laid out and, and easy to get to. When I first started in my wood shop in my basement... I was um, definitely not that organized. Like I was a little bit too organized, I should say, where I had stuff like kind of like packed away in totes and a little bit more packed away. So it wasn't just like at my grasp. And then I found that it was just like I was getting annoyed every time like, oh, I have to go get that drill bit or whatever it is out. I have to unpack this box or unzip this bag or like go through this whole process to get to it. And it was just like annoying and I so I I did end up installing some kind of like a pegboard organization thing so that I can have those commonly used things right at my fingertips I mean hanging up they definitely get dusty and stuff like that so that's just something I have to deal with whereas you know when I had them stored away in a tote then they're they're staying pretty clean but um, it's just so much better to have what you need at your fingertips and to be able to work more efficiently. So definitely find ways to stay organized in your workspace. Um, when when space is limited, like I mentioned, we need to stay organized. So you can, again, you can look on Facebook Marketplace for cheap or free things or go to the thr- thrift store and find some like different kinds of things that you can use to help you stay organized. Okay. Um, so again, I think that, that keeping the, the, I I should say that when you're, when you're embarking on a making journey or actually when you're doing anything or you're wanting to pursue anything in life, um, actually the, the barriers to entry to trying new things are often pretty low. Like for example, I recently started taking a photography class. When I started taking the class, I immediately wanted to buy, like, spend like $10,000 on equipment, which is $10,000 that I don't have to spend on equipment. But it's just like there's this nature in us to just want to 
feel like when we want to try something new that we need to have all of the right stuff to to get started in it. And sometimes we spend so much time on the planning and and buying all of the stuff that actually we don't even end up getting into it. Um, so like with my photography hobby, I wanted to buy the camera. I, I didn't end up buying the camera. I actually borrowed one from a friend. Um, an older camera, which is, you know, if, if I was buying one, I would want to buy one a lot better. I feel like it's not perfect, but, but as I've, I've been using it and practicing with it, I realized like, I'm actually glad that I didn't go out and buy myself a camera because I, I don't, having this experience helps me learn exactly what I want instead of just trying to read reviews and just go into it blind, having very limited photography experience and feel like I need to spend thousands of dollars on this equipment. So, you know, keep in mind that if you want to try something new, you don't have to go out and buy all the top of the line equipment in order to do that. Start where you are. Again, I feel like I said that a million times already, but I, I think it's really important. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap of just spending all the money getting set up to do this thing that they don't actually and then they don't actually like do the thing or maybe they do it for a little while and then they give up on it. So just try not to fall into that place because you're end, gonna, just going to end up wasting money. Um, all right. So, yeah, I guess. To wrap up this episode, um, I feel like I've kind of said what I wanted to say for the most part. Start small. Start where you are. You're going to be happier and you're probably going to be more committed if you're if you're starting more conservatively in the beginning, not spending a ton of money to set up your workspace and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, that way when you start selling your products, then you have more profit to show for it because you've you've had less upfront investment. I just I feel like that's that's definitely the way to go. And then there's always, always, always time to level up in the future and invest in things as you go along. I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about how much money to invest when you start your making business and and how to handle that those strategic decisions. So yeah, it's, you know, you always have a chance to reinvest the profits back into your business. But the important thing is to get out there, get active, have your products, get them out into the market, start selling them, get the money rolling in, focus on that first, and then focus on honing your craft and creating a better environment for your space. Um, like I mentioned, I'm in my basement workshop. I would love more than anything to have a larger space. I, I really can't make anything big. I, I can't make furniture. I can't make stuff like that. I mean, I have made a little bit for myself, but I certainly don't have the space to make quality furniture or any larger items to sell because my workspace is just so small. Um, but it's what I have. I'm making money. I feel good. I'm happy with my business. I feel blessed and thankful. Um, and I definitely am keeping my eyes on the prize. Eventually, I will have a better space. Um, it might be a ways down the road yet, but but I will be there eventually. And you know, sometimes the we get so anxious to get to the final destination that we forget to enjoy the journey along the way. And there there will come a day when, when you're in like the most beautiful workspace ever, or you have your studio or whatever it is, and you'll look back on that those days when you were building in your spare bedroom or doing pottery in your spare bedroom, whatever, doing woodworking in your basement. And it will, I think you'll feel very like, 
fond of that experience that you had where you were really working with nothing. I think we can often see this with all different types of people who started off very small in in whatever they do, even like a stand-up comedian, for example. I think that they probably would look back on their open mic open mic days and and just feel like that was the time of their life because they they had nothing but they were still having fun. So just remember that. Remember, you know, stay aware of where you are. Don't forget to enjoy this process. You're it's only going to be going up from here, hopefully for your making journey. So um yeah, enjoy where you are and be happy with what you have. Make use of what you have. Don't compare yourselves to other people. We're all on our own journeys. People who are farther along in their process, naturally they're going to have more money to spend and invest in and more space to utilize. And also people come from different types of backgrounds and have different life setups and stuff like that. So just don't don't fall into that trap of comparing yourself to what other people have. Um so I'm I'm going to be posting a video of my my wood basement wood, wood shop. Um, super excited! So check out my Instagram makers making money and let me know what you think of my space. It's small. It's going to be dirty and dusty, but it's just it's when you do woodworking, it's next to impossible to keep things clean. So I'll definitely po- be posting a video there this week. So take a look at that. And thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate everyone who's subscribing to the podcast, and I. I would love to continue to hear from you guys on Instagram. Again, it's at Makers Making Money. And thank you so much. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Makers Making Money podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Makers Making Money and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. See you next week with a brand new episode.